The following content is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Marina Sprocky, and I'm the host of Always Another Way podcast. I have a master's in professional counseling, and I'm the Ippy Award-winning author of Stop Looking for a Husband, Find the Love of Your Life, and Nasty Divorce, A Kid's Eye View. I've written positive divorce advice for the Huff Post, and I'm trained in clinical hypnosis. And this podcast is for out-of-the-box thinkers, and it's for those who hear the call of hope and Always Another Way. And if you're very rigid and set in your beliefs, it's probably not your cup of tea. However, you should note, taste can and do change. And thank you all so much for listening to this podcast for now 102 episodes and for sharing it with people. And one of the reasons I started Always Another Way podcast is because a lot of times we just know what we're taught, what we're brought up with, and what we see unless we seek other information. And sometimes things don't always work out that way, even though it may work for a lot of people. And in my very, very first podcast, if you listen to it, I talk about different experiences I have where I've done some things where tons of other people have done this, but it was different for me. And um, another example I'm just gonna talk about real quick before I bring on my guest, which continues, um, you know, what I think is just very important especially today, is to take charge of your own health. And I'm not saying disregard medical professionals or anything like that, but you know your body the best and you know your body's history the best. And all things are not created equal because you can look up pharmaceutical drugs. And again, I'm not saying they're all bad, but you can look at the list of the 50 worst, like Ally and Alestra and the things, and a whole bunch of extra that just went down and not good, tons of side effects, bad. So everything is not good. And diet and other changes uh, can play a part in your health way more than you think. And sometimes all you have to do is try it because you know your body better than yourself. So real quickly, I am at the beginning of March. So I'm in menopause. Uh, and that's the one thing I want to talk about is that there's so little information out about menopause or what to do in it. I remember I called my doctor and I'm like, um, yeah, I haven't had my period in a while. She's like, oh, if you don't get it in a year, you're in menopause. Okay. <laughs> and then what do you do? And then I was like, okay, it's been a year. Okay. Um, come in and get blood work and we'll check. And she's like, okay, do you want hormones? And I'm like, I don't know. Why would I take those <laughs> for your symptoms? I'm like, what symptoms do I have? <laughs> so like, you see how that's just like, I could have just said yes and not ask questions. And then what would I be on and for what? which then leads me to this point during this COVID, and I was on a new drug, I gained 15 pounds really quickly, which made my clothes not fit. 
And it's not that I was like in a drive to lose weight. I just want to fit my clothes. And I was doing what I thought was right. I was lowering my calories. I was way upping my cardio and nothing moved. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is not going to work for me. Googled, um, you know, what to do for menopause weight gain, found something about intermittent fasting, dove into some hardcore research. Um, the book, The Obesity Code by, let's see, his name is Jason. Let me look at my audible real quick because I'm listening to it. Jason Fung. Uh, Dr. Jason Fung, OMG, full of information. Anyways, so I found, so I tried it, followed this, have found in just eight days amazing changes in my own body because I decided to do some research for myself. And I don't mean just go to Dr. Google. You can go to Google Scholar and find some more interesting things. But also, just like dietary changes, you can eliminate dairy yourself without asking anybody and without looking up anything. But that being said, I'm going to bring on my guest who took charge of her, her health, and she's going to tell you her story, which is super exciting and inspiring. Amy Catania? Catania. 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 I asked her that before, and then I forgot quickly. Was born and raised in the Bronx, New York. Amy had a typical uh, New York City childhood. After falling in love with accounting in high school, she decided to get her MBA in accounting. She went to work for one of the big, account, big four accounting firms right after graduating, and life was good. Until she noticed that she was always getting sick, she was stressed out of her mind, and was simply miserable despite having a great life on paper. So she decided to change everything about what she was doing. She became a raw vegan, she started exercising regularly, and devoured information on health. Slowly but surely, she, just, she started to feel better, her skin cleared up, and she noticed she wasn't getting sick anymore. This change also led Amy to realize her true passion was helping people. She and her husband eventually went to own a personal health training studio in Allen, Texas, which they've owned and operated for over 10 years now. She's a certified personal trainer, certified precision nutrition coach, certified Robin Medanes, Robin's Medanes life coach, and a certified essential oil coach. She also has a podcast too. She is just a badass. So Amy helps people become healthier and happier through the power of essential oils and runs the nutrition department at her training studio. So welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so I just love when people just have found transitions, mm -hmm. what works for them, and then, and like a lot of people that I know, what I think is just so beautiful is when, and maybe you can tell me this is true for you, when you struggle, it sucks. Yes, yes it does. It's a struggle. <laughs> I mean, it really does. But when you find something, like I just want to tell people and be like, you don't have to struggle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let's kind of go back to that, like, okay, you're like, you got the perfect on paper life. You're right. an MBA, you're smart, yep. you're doing all this. You got like the dream job. Yeah, it was. Take us there. I just, you know, I grew up in the Bronx, as you mentioned, and I, my parents were worked really hard to send me to private school. And then I went on to, to college and I got a scholarship. So I was just, you know, following all the, the steps we're supposed to take when we, you know, when we're growing up. And I got a job and I was an accountant and I, I actually really loved it. I still like doing that. I still love spreadsheets. I know that sounds crazy, but I still do. And, but it People was, do. I know. But I just noticed I was working crazy hours. I It was in New York, so that's just the norm yeah. to just work like 80 hours. I lived in New York City. It's, it's like, just, who can work the longest? Right. It's just like, wins. you just do that. And 
you know, the money was great. I'm not going to lie. And, but I was just sick all the time. I got the flu. I, my skin was horrible. I struggled with acne my whole life. I had bad back knee. I know that's kind of like TMI, but it, yeah. I just did. It's a thing. And uh-huh. my face was just bad. And people were like, try this, try these, all these potions. I tried proactive. I tried all these things. I tried this medication that I couldn't go out in the sun or you, it weakened your immune system. Like I was trying everything under the sun. And I find- Did you start going to medical doctors and like, hey, oh, yeah. help me? Cause yeah, okay. I was going to dermatologists after dermatologists. I was going to doctor after doctor, just like, why am I sick all the time? And I was thin. So when people see somebody that's thin, you're healthy. Yeah, right. right. You're, you're, you automatically are, oh, what are you talking about? You're thin, you're, you're a size four. Like, what, is, what are you complaining about? But I was like, I'm sick all the time. So uh, my husband was actually in sales and he was selling advertisements to a chiropractor and he ended up um, just, you know, talking to the guy and I ended up hurting my shoulder. So he was like, hey, go to this guy. And I remember sitting in his lobby and he had Food Inc. on. That's a very popular documentary. And it was the first time I've even heard of that, like seeing it. And I was just like, oh my God. What? Information we were not telling. Right. I was just the typical, like, eat whatever. Like, I had a corporate card, so I was just eating and drinking whatever I wanted. And I was just like, huh. So he started talking to me, and he he did this program where you start off with the fast. It's obviously with the doctor. Like, he he helps you through it. Started on a five-day fast. I told my husband, we're doing this. Uh-huh. Like, this, So you were motivated and ready. I was motivated because I was so sick. Yeah. And there was this was an answer because I wasn't getting answers anywhere else. Doctors were saying, oh, you, you just, you know, you're working too much. That's how you're getting sick. Or it's just normal to get sick a couple of times a year. And I'm like, but I'm out of commission for like a week. Like, that's not normal. Right. Um, and my skin. And good for you for like sticking up for yourself. Because right. sometimes I know people like if a doctor tells you something, you'd be like, oh, okay, I guess it's normal. I'll just get sick. Right. Well, it, I did do that for yeah. a while. But you get to a point, hopefully some most of us get to a point where it's just like, is that really true? Yeah. Is this it? <laughs> like, am I just supposed to work a million hours, be sick all the time, but it's okay because I'm thin and I have yeah. money. Yeah. Yay. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't make sense. So um, I started with that and he proposed that we go raw vegan. And that was the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Okay. That's what I was wondering if you were just like, oh yeah, sure. No. Because you were eating like, oh. I know New York City good food. No. I grew, I'm Puerto Rican. Grew up eating like, you know, my mom's rice and beans and, you know, pork and just everything under the sun. Fast food was like a staple in my life. Like, you know, college, I went to school in New York City. I mean, you're just eating out wherever you can. So to, to hear that, I didn't even know what the words meant. I didn't even know what that meant. Like, so I obviously started researching and he gave us book after book. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Right. Right. Because you don't know until you try. Right. Because right now this sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm just going to try it. So we did it and we, we stayed raw vegan for about four years and it transformed my health. My skin cleared up. My parents were all worried that I was going to lose more weight because I was already thin, but my weight just regulated. It didn't, I didn't like become like skeletal or anything. Mm. And my, I never got sick. And when did you start noticing this? So you started it, was there ever a point where you're like, "Mm, I don't know about this or were you, or how hard was it to like, Oh, it was go from like, you know, (laughs) and I'm not saying raw vegan isn't delicious, but like the salt, sugar, fat. I know. Scientific it's, combo. It's definitely, it was definitely challenging. So that was the first fast I've ever done. I've since done like a million. But the thought of like not eating for five days, it was a water fast where you had like Udo's oil and um, green powder and all that stuff. So I was still getting nutrients, but 
I miss chewing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know and was there any time where you're just like, screw this? Uh, the first day, I had a little bit of soup just because I could not. I just couldn't wrap my brain around not eating. Yeah. And then once I got over that, and it was okay. Like I just stayed home, and I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna kind of relax. Uh, and that after that was fine. Um, and then I just. Thankfully, I'm thankful that I was able to do this in New York because they do have a lot of raw vegan restaurants. They do have a lot of juice bars and places that you can still socialize and go out because it's nice to yeah. to just go out and eat. So it was easier in that regard, um, but it was it was just something that I started seeing in, immediately after that fast, like after like day three or four. I just felt had so much energy, and I, my skin cleared up already from just those couple of days. So then you're just like, okay, I'm yeah. seeing it. So <laughs> when you see that immediate, like, unfortunately, it's when we, we need that that response that you know you need to see something to keep going. Yeah, I know, I do. <laughs> I know it's it's not always gonna happen. Yeah, but sometimes when you see that, you're like, oh, what else can can I get from this? So I just kept going, and thankfully my husband was also doing it with me, so we had that support system, and it just like catapulted our like our health career, like he just, he's really into researching, has always been, and he just went into a deep dive into nutrition, and we just started learning all these things about food that we had no idea, how food is so healing, and what it can do for your body, and now it sounds like 10 years later, I'm like, of course it is, but at the time, I was like, McDonald's is great, right, (laughs) because it tastes good, it tastes amazing, (laughs) so it was, it's a, it was transformative, Mm-hmm. And we still use all that today. When I'm not raw vegan anymore, but I still am, I eat super high uh, vegetarian, um, and I still have a lot of whole foods. And when I do eat meat, it's still like with the highest quality that I can get. So I've taken a lot of things that I've learned and kind of morphed them with all the the things that we've accumulated over the years, just to like what works for me. Right. So, yeah. Nice. Okay. So you found that you've got that going on, and then mm-hmm. now kind of what comes next for that? You're just Raw, vegan, in and out, living the life, well, feeling good. What happened was, and I, I don't know how to explain this, but as I started cleaning up my body, my mind started getting clearer. And I realized that although I loved the work, I didn't love that my work wasn't it wasn't helping. Like I, I found that I loved teaching. I started teaching the, the tax software. I started teaching classes on that. And I liked helping people. I had always tutored people. And I was like, that was my passion. And of course, as an accountant, you're you're not giving back in a way. So, uh, and my husband was on a similar journey and we actually ended up moving to Texas. My parents moved here for my mom's job and we just both quit our jobs. We quit our high paying jobs and we're just like, we're gonna do this. And so I, wait, do you, you, you hatched a little plan before or just kind of like we want to just do something different we was it that high level or did you were you more focused in on what it was it was a little bit of we kind of had a plan and then we we threw it out the window so we moved here pretty quickly my family lives here so that was a pretty easy decision and the plan was my husband was going to be a personal trainer while I stayed an accountant so we can have a steady steady stream of income and I was gonna you know until he got that going then I can pursue whatever I wanted yeah. to do because really you need know. money for bills, right? You need money, like you got to eat. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't do it. I, I had a job for a month here as an accountant and this is the only job I have ever done this. I just walked out I, and I couldn't, it was, it was like killing my soul. Mm-hmm. And my husband, I mean, so good that you really listened to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like, I wonder if too, like, did you ever think that like, okay, I'm here. I've just, this is just what I've got to do. Like right. any mindset like that before that, we're just like, okay, it's an accountant. I'm good at it. I got an yeah. MBA. It makes money. 
it, it that's you know it was it was like your, it was like a path like that's but it what doesn't I bring me the personal joy but it money. wasn't <laughs> it was like I'm always been this like happy go lucky person and I just found myself just miserable and I was like we'll figure it out you know we will figure it out and we did I mean it was a struggle for a while we, uh -huh. we were like okay we can't you know we need to go to my parents house to eat because we don't have money but, but we figured it out and I was I mean I had several jobs just trying to figure out I became a pre-k teacher and was a tutor uh, and then we my husband was a personal trainer and he ended up working at this place that we eventually went on to own okay. the the owner knew that we were business-minded and went to business school and he was like hey do you guys want to buy this and we were like Sure, sure. So he's doing well at personal training, yes. and then yeah. you're just still in these jobs. Not super happy? I, w I was happy because I was teaching, mm -hmm. and that's what I, I love helping. I love helping somebody get from A to B in whatever regard that is. So every, every job I've had since that accountant job has been helping somebody get from A to B. So when I was a pre-K teacher, I was helping a child learn to read. I've done tutoring. I was helping a child with whatever... They, they've done. I've done, like, I started training. It's helping somebody. So you're getting more into your niche here. Right, of like right. So it's just, it's just, it's always getting somebody from point A to point B. So uh, once we, we were like, well, we got into, you get into a, a groove. Once you start saying yes and trying over and over, it just becomes so much easier. Nice. People ask us now, like, how, you know, how can you just jump in and do something? I'm like, how can you just jump in and do something? <laughs> it gets easier. The first so do you just like, yes, we're just going to try it because... We're Why just not? gonna try it. Why not? Yeah, because that's how we did. We we were scared when we went raw vegan. We were scared when we moved to Texas. We were scared, but you just do it anyway and yeah. you figure it out. And once you do it over and over again, you're like, oh, it's not so bad. It's still a little scary, but you still do it, and you see that it, it comes out on the other. You come out on the other side, and you're fine. So we ended up buying the studio, and we've had it for ten years. And I learned that I absolutely love personal training people. I love nutrition coaching because it's the same thing. It's bringing somebody from point A to point B. And I found that I didn't, people assume that I've always ate healthy. And I'm like, trust me, no. <laughs> like, trust me. I have a favorite uh, meal that I used to get at every fast food place. Like, it was not, that's not always how I've been. So I can relate to people when they're yeah. like, oh, I'm really craving this. And I'm like, I got you. Mm -hmm. I understand. And I can help you figure out how to eat something that tastes similar, but is elevated, doesn't have all that, that stuff that we don't want in food anymore. So nice. yeah, it's been amazing. And so since then you've just been like, just floating right on. And was there any point, like even during that 10 years where you're just like, mm, questioned it, or was it just like all on auto from then? Oh no, we've questioned ourselves all the time. I don't think, I mean, if I think you're not taking enough, like, chances if you're not questioning it it's it's always been a question like is this the right thing especially when we bought a, a gym like <laughs> like who just buys a gym but we we did it and it was it's always been um and was it hard to ramp up from there like or did it, did it seem to flow and like we had some bumps in the road so when we bought it, it was a franchise and we decided that we want it was just one-on-one -on -one training and we didn't want to do that because as you could probably tell my husband and I like to just change things like yeah. just we were like we need to do something that's gonna help them the more people so 
we ended up wanting to do group classes, but the franchise said you can't do group classes. And we're just like, we're going to do them anyway, because <laughs> it's just one-on-one. -on -one. And I don't know about franchise stuff. Can you just like do what you want to do, or do you have to like cut franchise ties, or how's that work? It's kind of, <laughs> well, we didn't really know. Like, we just were young and stupid, I'm going to be honest. We were just like, we're going to do it anyway, because we know better, right? And we ended up doing amazing with it. It ended up being that it was the best thing, the best move for our business, and the franchise loved what we were doing so they asked because you're making money because we're making money okay <laughs> funny how that money yeah funny how that works well it was also because you know not everybody can afford one-on-ones forever so you eventually leave they yeah. eventually lose right. them. it's expensive it is expensive so if you have a, a something another option a little cheaper option that they can stay they already know their body now they can be in a group class they'll stay longer, right? Makes and is sense that what you guys saw in there is what yeah. the need for that? Yes, we saw, we definitely yeah. saw a need because we were tracking why people were leaving and it was, hey, you know, I already know what I'm doing. I don't need the one-on-one -on -one attention anymore. Or, you know, I can't afford this anymore. I really wish you guys had a cheaper option. So we're like, why don't we have a cheaper option? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up- Makes adding. sense, right? Yeah totally makes sense when you say it now, right? right. <laughs> and do you know what I just thought, like in a microcosm of kind of, of what we're talking mm -hmm. about is one person just wanting to do it one way, like this works, right. and you're like, nah, and you go, buck them, right. and try it just like you can do with your own health, and like, yep. wow, something else works too, is not just one way. Totally, T absolutely, like we still do one-on-ones, it's still not like we wanted to get rid of it, it's just nice to give people that option. More. Yeah, so we ended up, uh, the franchise was like, well, we love what we're doing. Can you show us? And that violated the uh, franchise agreement. So we, we ended up getting out. Oh, cool. That. Yeah. So, so, so do you just like, you could still own the thing. You're just like, don't get to call it. Yeah, we changed names. We changed everything. And now we're 100%. It's what we want to do. Because before we, we were under franchise, like we had to do yeah. certain things. You had to have certain colors. You had to, and now we, it's our own show so we can do whatever we want <laughs> which is nice <laughs> and we do so very yeah. good and so and what else like i'm gonna ask you my thing went out gonna enter my password again um like so what um you know so for people like kind of like struggling right mm -hmm. now with things like if somebody's just like you know in any realm like hey i've had all this stuff going on right i've listened to doctors i've done things what do you, what would you say to somebody who's in a struggle stuck mode before they're in that, like, where you're just like, I'll just try anything, right? But you're not at the try anything. You're just at the, this isn't working, but that seems too hard over there. Right. You know, I would just say to take it in piecemeal. Like a lot of times we jump just because of society and the culture we grew up in. We, we just jump into what the doctors say and we don't question it. Like you were saying that you started asking your doctor the question about your hormones and stuff. Just start looking into the other things. Like just start looking like a lot of times clients will come in and they don't really believe that changing their diet is gonna change their mindset or their, their mood. And we're like, try it. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen, right? You eat an extra couple of salads. I mean, <laughs> if, you're my, if, you, if you're less angry from that, like, you know? So just take it pieces. People think that they have to jump right in and do everything. You don't have to go over a vegan. I, I understand that that was a crazy thing to do. And I, I don't recommend that for most people. Yeah. I'm more just look at your habits, look at your daily habits and where you want to be. And then where you want your, like where you are right now. And are those habits in the line with where you want to go and just see what habits you can change. And just one, we, we usually start people off on one or two habits because everybody's so stressed, everybody's so busy. And if I'm like, you have to change this, you have to change this, you have to change this, you're like, mm, I'm not gonna change anything. So just one little thing. And that one little thing, just do it until it becomes your norm. 
And then you're going to look back and you're like, I can't even remember a time when I wasn't doing that. And then go on to the next thing. And then before you know it, you're somebody that has all these amazing habits and you don't even remember really implementing them because you did it so slowly and it just kind of integrated into your life. Yeah. And so this is like, it's a weird what if, but um, could you imagine now, so you, you're where you are now. Mm -hmm. What if you just had accepted that doctors like, okay, somebody, you just get sick a couple times a year. Do you think you would be where you are now eventually? Or do you think you would be just someplace different if you had just been like, okay, I guess this is just what we're resolved to do? I don't think I would be. I think I would still be an accountant. I think uh, changing my diet, changing my mindset of what I was consuming. I started consuming like more health documentaries and just... Okay, let's talk about that too. Okay, let's segue <laughs> into, into that. Let's talk about consumption of... Mind consumption mm -hmm. is not just food. Oh, what right. else is talk about what consumption means it's, for you? It's for consumption is everything. Like it's the podcasts I listen to, the audio books, the the books I'm reading, like just the the fiction books or the nonfiction books, or just the TV. My husband and I decided, and this again crazy when we went raw vegan, we got rid of cable, and we were just used to be in front of the TV, which is like what what are we gonna watch? What show are we gonna watch? What show are we gonna binge? And we got rid of it, and we started going outside more. So totally to go back to your original question if i hadn't become raw vegan i don't think i would have started consuming those things because i didn't even in, in know that that world existed until i had to figure out like what to eat because nobody was telling me what to eat and i had to figure it out you start learning about all these people like david wolf and and all these amazing people that are in the the health industry and you, you know, they recommend a book. So you go down that rabbit hole and then it's just this whole thing. So it just becomes this, this big thing of consumption. And that's something I totally talk about with people when they come in and they're like, well, I'm stressed, you know, I need to work out. I need to do this. I'm like, what are you consuming? Like, what are you listening to? Did you, did you binge Netflix? You know, did you binge the news? Did you binge the news? <laughs> I know. Just mm. having a, a new, a news detox can do wonders for you. Oh yeah. I've had one for years. Yeah. Right. Same. <laughs> Like if it's anything important, somebody's going to talk about it on Facebook or Instagram. That's what okay. I if there's a bomb coming, somebody will text me. Somebody will. I'll, I'll find it out. It's just all Because you know where to vote and you can read right. stuff without right. hearing the mm -hmm. emotion. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm all about just consuming good stuff, like just making sure. And, again, start small. I'm not saying to you have to cut off your cable. You have to stop binging. Just find a podcast like this one that you love listening to and do that once a week. And then maybe it becomes every other day or something like that. And you just start, you'll start noticing that your other choices in life become different as well because you're, you're getting different downloads to your brain. That's for sure. Because I mean, that really is the truth is like, you know, you are what you always think. If you're just always listening yep. to this and we're being caught in a time with a person where all they're talking about is like politics, 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 mm -hmm. politics, politics. Mm -hmm. we can't change this. Right. And so we're just like, I'm just getting mad. Right. With no solution. Right. <laughs> right. And it doesn't go anywhere. You start, you're like on a hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. So it's, it goes for anything. It goes for food. It goes for fitness. It goes for consumption of just media. So, so let's talk about, um, what are you talking about, about any oils? And I know sometimes people get all squirrely, like essential oils cure. We're not saying essential oils cure cancer. Never said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like there is, there's, there's scholarly research mm -hmm. on smells, scents, oils, yep. things. Yep. It's not just, it's not just a made up right. foo-foo. Yep. But how did that like become a part of your, so you're feeling healthier, yes. watching your consumption? 
Tell us about adding that in. So how I added that in is, well, owning a business can be very stressful. And I found myself not following all the advice that I was doling out because I was running a business and I was super busy. So I decided to give myself a break and I went to a retreat. It's the Raw, v v uh, the Raw Food Institute with Lisa Wilson in Connecticut. And I just Googled it and I was like, that sounds great. It's a week of, you know, raw vegan food. And I, you know, there's also learning the whole it's seven days. Educational. Yeah. It's educational, which is great. Like you're just learning all sorts of things. So I'm like, perfect. So I went to that and I have arth uh, arthritis in my lower back. Um, from some injury. I don't even, I was a dancer when I was younger. So, and my back was hurting from sitting all day and somebody leaned over and was like, Hey, try this. It was deep blue. It was one of the oils. And I was like, you know, you're at this thing. You're like, sure. I mean, it's hurting. Can't hurt. It can't hurt. <laughs> all right. So she gives me two drops of this thing and I rubbed this on my back and I was like, Oh my gosh. In like 20 minutes, I was like, what did, what did you just give me? It's <laughs> like, I need to learn more about that. And she ended up having a class. Well, somebody, uh, it was somebody else that gave it to me, but Lisa ended up having a class on essential oils. And I just was like enamored with them. Like, cause I had heard of them. We see them in the stores, but I never really got into it. And after that, because I experienced such a profound change with it, I started really getting into it. And it started off just for me. I just wanted it to use it for myself. But because I was doing nutrition coaching, I started hearing people say things. And I was like, well, try this, try this. And it ended up kind of blowing up on its own. So I have a whole separate business with that as well. And it's just nice to be able to have different uh, different things to, to offer people. You know, So if somebody comes to me and they need nutrition coaching, I can do that. If they need training, I can do that. If they want to go into the whole essential oil things, I can do that. So that's how I kind of fell into it. And I've been doing it for almost three years. So Sweet. Okay. Well then let's go into like what you're doing now. So tell us the name of your place, how people can come in Got and it. then we'll squeal into your podcast and all the things you talk about there too, that are all health so, and goodness related. <laughs> so we, um, my husband and I own Inf Infinity Personal Training. It's in Allen. It's on uh, Allen Drive and 75. And we've been there for 10 years. We moved, we, we just got a new building and it's, uh, we were opening back up on Monday because we've been closed uh, because of the, the whole COVID situation. So we're super excited about that. Right now we do, we still do one-on-ones. We do small group, which is three to four people. Typically we do large group, which is 10, but because of the situation, we, we're scaling that back. Uh, we also do genetic testing. We do nutrition coaching. I'm not a nutrition coach right now, but I am the head of the department. So. We have two amazing nutrition coaches that I've trained and, and helped get uh, get them up to speed on how we, we like to do it because we do very much habit-based instead of like, oh, we're going to make you lose weight in like 30 days kind right. of thing. It's more, let's do this for a lifetime so that you eventually don't need us. Because that's really what's true is like you mm -hmm. can do something for a minute, but then if it's not a lifestyle change, yeah. you know, I mean, I'll quit smoking for two weeks, but then, right. Yeah. <laughs> <don't do> <laughs> we could get you into that dress in a month, but what, what about after that? You yeah. Know? So we do that. And uh, with essential oils, I have a private Facebook group that I edu educate people on every single day. And I have a podcast called the Happy Health Podcast. Um, and it's on iTunes and all the other major podcast platforms. So. And what all do you talk about on that? What ranges of topics can people find there? So that, so from, I found that my true passion and encompasses everything I do, which is helping people become happier. And I think happiness is a skill that you can work on. It's not just something that you're like, poof, you have it. It's just like everything else. You got to work on it. And it's not something that you're going to be every single day. 
you know, like I'm not 100% perfect with my diet or my nutrition or my fitness, but I work on it. And it, I think happiness is the same thing. So I talk about that, like just mindset stuff. I talk about uh, nutrition. I talk about fitness. I talk, it's just everything that encompasses a happy uh, happiness and health in, in your lifestyle. Right, because that is so true. I mean, mm -hmm. mindset really, really matters. And I just like really what you said, because nobody's ever stuck in one state. You're not right. happy forever. You're not no. this forever. But sometimes I think we think, and even like myself is like, oh, I'm not happy. This is not working. But it's right. not like right. it's just something that you turn on yes. and off. Yeah. It is something to truly truly continually mm -hmm. work on and then yep. and I found at least for myself and maybe you too is when I start to notice more yeah. and slow down like hmm, hmm was that thought really true and right. real <laughs> yes exactly <gasps> where is this coming from yeah. it makes a big difference it totally makes a big difference but when you have to start noticing those things and we're not taught to work on it right we're taught to work on everything else work on our career and work on all these things but you're not taught to work on your feelings and your well-being and just how you feel on a day-to-day -day basis and that's why so many people are stressed and miserable because they feel like oh this is life i'm an adult i'm supposed to be miserable and just kind of go through the motions and i'm like no yeah why and that, i mean that really is like a widespread weird rumor that like and i'm not gonna blame the older peeps but like you know like it's just like oh you just gotta tough and not that things aren't tough or struggling right. not that you didn't but just more like it's just gotta suck and yes. be tough and right. like you're just right gotta chalk it up right I mean, there's no joy or happiness, or if you do have it, it's it's like here and there. Mm -hmm. I talk about like, how do you bring yourself so that you are doing things on a day-to-day -day basis that make you happy and bring yourself joy? And of course, there's going to be moments that you're upset and you're pissed off, <laughs> but how do you bring yourself back from that? How do you not stay there, right? So, because you don't have to stay there. And a lot of times we're, we're taught just to, to stay in that, that state and then you don't know how to get yourself back out. Yeah. What What do you do when you get into like, if somebody just really like, you know? I kind of go deeper into it. You know what I mean? I feel like we feel like we shouldn't be that way. And then we, but we do. So we feel bad about there and we kind of ping pong and we don't let ourselves actually feel the emotion. I just, if I'm pissed off, I'm pissed off. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> right? Just let yourself be there. Just let it sit. And then you, you once you get that emotion out, then you can get go to a more logical place. Okay, whatever pissed me off, what are the solutions? What, what can I do? But we don't actually address the emotions and we, we, it's, not, it's not addressed so that when we try to be logical, we're still going with our emotions because we didn't let ourselves feel it. That's right. Right, so now we're going from, we're making logic-based decisions in an emotional state and it doesn't make sense and then you start making mistakes and you start going down the spiral. But if you just let yourself feel it, and just like, I'm going to be pissed off. Like, if I get pissed off at my husband, I tell him I'm pissed off. He's like, he's, he's like why? Because you pissed me off. <laughs> like, I need I'm some okay. time. I'm okay. It's okay for me to feel that. Yeah. It's okay. You know? And then I can go, okay, I'm, I'm good now. Here's what we're going to, this is what really upset me. This is the communication or whatever. And then you can go, and then you're fine from there. You know, you can go back to a logical place. So. I think that's just awesome because really you do, like, that's the only way. To get through emotions is to go through, to go through them, them for real. We think we have to like hide and then you have to hide those emotions like you can't be And especially off. as a woman, like, you know, you're told like, oh, don't be, be a good little girl. Right. Don't get mad. Oh, don't get mad. I'm listening good to- Good girls don't get mad. <laughs> I'm listening to the best audio book, uh, Untamed with, by Glennon Doyle. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's on my list. Oh, it's so good. It's, she's all about like just being, like letting your wild come out. 
she does she has a story right in the beginning about how uh, cheetah was tamed and it's never been in the wild but it still felt the wild inside her and just how we as women are told like you said to just be you know just be quiet just be nobody quiet. likes an angry woman you know <laughs> if you're if you're angry then you're you're considered a bee like you yeah. know like you just can't and it's just like no I'm allowed to feel the, all the emotions. A range of emotions. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's okay. Uh -huh. You know, and people will see you for who you are. Like nobody, I've been pissed at people. I've yelled, I mean, I've done all the things, but nobody sees me as that. They yeah. see me as like happy Amy. Like that's, that's what they see because I come back to it and they know when I'm feeling that emotion, I'm feeling that emotion. And it's because you, something happens, right? Right. Which is how things happen. <laughs> That's <laughs> how emotions work. <laughs> and it sounds so like, duh, but when we, it's not how we operate and yeah. it's, it's crazy. So. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and then, okay. So getting to like, um, sort of close-ish to the end. Um, so this is the other thing I asked on the last one, but I heard it from a Tim Ferriss podcast. Yeah. So, steal it. Sure. <laughs> Cause it's good. But, um, <laughs> So that people always ask, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? But the different one that he says is, so if you, because um, if you are 50, you look so good. I'm assuming you're not. <laughs> but what would your 50-year-old um, self say to you now? Oof. What would my 50-year-old self say to me now? I would say keep going, that you're, you're on the path, like you're going to fall down. You fell down a couple of times, and you got some scrapes, but... Just continue listening to your heart, continue listening to your passion, and it will get you to where we are now. So Awesome. I totally, totally love that. And is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you would like to I think we got it all. Shout out there. I think it's just, uh, just listen to yourself and, and question everything. I loved how you started that. Like, that's one of the biggest things I tell people, especially I get a lot of questions with essential oils. They're like, do they really work? I'm like... Just try it. The worst that can happen is nothing. Yeah. And that's, okay, right there, just what you said. I think that's with anything. Just, I mean, unless it's like super dangerous. Right, you know right, what I right, mean? Right. Like, of don't course. let yourself on fire and see right. what happens. But like, you could quit dairy and see what happens. It, right. You might feel better. You may not. Right. You'll know. And then you could try this oil. It may work. It may not. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. Try it. Try it. That's all I'm saying. Just try it. Try it for, or I tell people this a lot. I'm like, prove it wrong. Right? If you have that belief about something if you think you know essential oils don't work or uh, nutrition can't change whatever do a 30-day something related to that topic and see prove the person wrong there you go right? and really do it and then yeah, you, might find, you, did it. <laughs> you might find that you prove yourself wrong uh -huh. which is a great thing so for yeah. sure for yeah. sure and so where can everybody find you and i'll put this in the show notes right. too uh, so I am on Instagram as Happy Amy Catania. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and then my podcast, as I mentioned, is Happy Happy Health with Amy Catania. And I'm also on Facebook as Amy Catania. Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you just so much for being on. And I, I mean, just your, your happy smile, really. Like, it's super <laughs> contagious. And I mean, and we're all, and especially in the COVID times mm -hmm. of like, just like, I mean, an uncertainty brings everybody just right. down a little bit. Mm -hmm. But there's so much that you can have control yes. over. Without any resources is your mm -hmm. mindset. Exactly. Without any money, you are in yep. complete control of your mindset. Absolutely. And happiness is an inside job. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to get that one. Yeah. I think I stole that from somewhere else, too. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I hear things, and I'm like, that sounds great. That sounds amazing. I'm totally stealing that. <laughs> so from someone, but true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, and for all of you listening... That is the truth because you know that there is always 
another way. Thank you.